B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 524. Clouds, mild, scattered light showers today with a high of 66. What's going on, Kara? Have you guys ever been over to the Atlanta Botanical Gardens? Sure. Yeah. I went for the very first time in the dark. I've lived here for almost like 36 years. And the first time I ever went was for the um, holiday nights yeah. of lights. But this week until Sunday, you can get in for free and check out all of the beautiful flowers, I guess, when it's not pouring down rain <laughs> in the next couple of days. But it's all um, going to be for free in honor of the late, great Ann Cox Chambers. Not only was she a savvy businesswoman and former owner of this radio station, but she was also an avid gardener and a huge supporter of the Atlanta Botanical Garden. So if you haven't been over there, it's really cool, even in the dark. And you may see me over there. I don't know if it was just a stock picture, but the picture they showed when they put the story out about how you can get in free. You, ever, you see Moana at the end. There's like the pretty, like the island turns into a woman with all the flowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, have a, that. Those, yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. I didn't it's, know that was real. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's real. Is that yeah. in the likeness of Ann Cox Chambers? No, oh. it's not. It should be. <laughs> it's very, that's future. a great idea. So we all know it's super easy to lose your cool in Atlanta traffic. Road rage is real. But when it's an Atlanta police officer acting in an aggressive manner, it's kind of a different story. So Marta bus driver Rosemary Holiday caught an off-duty officer in his personal vehicle berate her because she merged into his lane and it was all caught on video. So she showed the officer pass the bus, stop his car, get out to yell at the driver, go back to grab his uh, firearm and then come back to yell some more. So she made a great point in that when you're in uniform, whether you're on the clock or not, you're a representation of your company. My company tells me when you wear this uniform, you're representing us. And whether you're in a grocery store after work, you're representing Marta. He's representing Atlanta police. So is this now a former police officer? No, he still has a job. There was an investigation. He was disciplined, but he didn't face any charges, which I think is kind of strange because if it would have been one of us freaking out in traffic like this, there would definitely have been some kind of road rage charge. Freaking out, yes. Yeah. Going back to your car to grab your revolver. I know. Is I, I know. Like, that is just such a lack of judgment. I mean, even on The Office, Dwight lost his job because he had a firearm in The Office. (laughs) My goodness, don't they learn anything? (laughs) I mean, just watch The Office. You learn everything you need to know. TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Marissa and Snellville. Yes, hi. Hi, could you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Okay, um, Kara, please leave. I'm out of here, Marissa. Good luck. Thank you. Marissa, we're going to ask you five pop culture questions while Kara stands outside the studio. Then we'll flag her back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins and all ties go to the house. So are you ready? Okay. Here's question one. An off-duty Atlanta police officer caught a case of road rage against a city bus driver yesterday. What's the name of Atlanta's bus and rail system? Marta. Question two. With Peyton and Eli Manning retired, all eyes are on their nephew, Archie, to carry the torch. What position did Peyton and Eli play? Uh, quarterback. 
Number three, actor Dean Cain is in talks to play President Trump in an upcoming movie. What superhero did Dean play from 1993 to 1997? Superman. Number four, singer Billy Joe Armstrong admitted recently that he's not really sober. He's the lead singer of what punk rock band? Green Day. Number five. Macaulay Culkin said he passed his hobby of stealing spoons onto his goddaughter, Paris Jackson. What city did Kevin McAllister live in? Chicago. Let's bring Kara in. How did we do? Marissa and Snellville, guess what? You got all five right. No way. Well done with tough questions. Are you I mean, you had a very you have great knowledge of everything going on. Kara, we're not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong until the end. Okay. Same questions, Kara, number one. An off-duty Atlanta police officer caught a case of road rage against a city bus driver yesterday. What's the name of Atlanta's bus and rail system? Marta. Number two, with Peyton and Eli Manning retired, all eyes are on their nephew Archie to carry the torch. What position did Peyton and Eli play? They were quarterback. Number three, actor Dean Cain is in talks to play President Trump in an upcoming movie. What superhero did Dean play from 93 to 97? Number four, singer Billy Joe Armstrong admitted recently he's not really sober. He's the lead singer for what punk rock band? Green Day. And finally, number five, Macaulay Culkin says he passed his hobby of stealing spoons onto his goddaughter, Paris <laughs> Jackson. What city did Kevin McAllister live in? Uh, I believe it was Chicago. You got to stop and think. You you look at the McAllister house and how big it was, and then you look at his dad. He took all of those people on vacation to France and Miami. Right. What did the guy do for a living? Exactly for any like eight kids. <laughs> that was the right answer, by the way. Marissa got all five right. Kara got all five right. But all ties go to the house because Kara puts up a hundred bucks of her own money. Kara six hundred ninety five wins and twenty three losses. Great game, Marissa. Thank you, Kara. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, and thanks for listening. I'm Tad. We have Drex here. Good morning. And we have Kara. Good morning. My son asked for some things for Valentine's Day. And you need to know that my wife buys him things all the time randomly, so Mm -hmm. I don't understand why these Valentine requests are so outrageous and why I shouldn't buy them for him. Are you being told that you you can't buy these Valentine's Day gifts? She thinks that it's absolutely crazy that we're setting a bad precedent and all of this. I mean, he goes to the dentist to get surprised and everything. And let's let's just listen here. I recorded a conversation I had with him. I think he makes a very this. He's five years old. His name is Sam. I think he makes a valid argument for why he should have those. But first, the list. What he wants for Valentine's Day. Gummy bears, mm-hmm. popsicles, mm-hmm. and one semi robot with semi. Okay, so gummy bears, gummy bears popsicles, popsicles what was and the, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the other one is a samurai. It's like a Ninjago Lego Lego set samurai thing. Say that like twelve ninety nine or something, right? I mean, it's there's no, uh, you know, it's not like there's no Easter bunny. There's no Valentine's Day bunny or Valentine's Day Santa, is there? So I, I, maybe I, I see your wife's point, Ted, a little bit where like this is Valentine's Day is not a gift holiday for a kid. Okay, but hear Sam out because I actually, I, I questioned him on this. I'm like, it's Valentine's Day. It's not your birthday. Yeah. Like, it's not Christmas. 
What is Valentine's Day even about? Toys and fun. It's about love. So the popsicles make sense because they're red. Strawberry. No, but Samurai has some red. The Samurai has a little red? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what to say to that. And then right at that moment where I'm like, what am I going to say next? Yeah. He absolutely positively drills this home. It's like he sensed Uh that I was like trying to come up with something. And he's like, I know how I could shut this down right away. I'm making you a call like full Valentine's Day. He's making me a card. I, making, is, is mommy getting anything for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh. Huh. So we just spent, that's oh, seven o'clock. She's probably not listening. We just spent like 30 bucks at Target buying supplies, yeah. art projects, oh, a cute. card that says um, Happy Valentine's Day Grandpa that she bought for, uh, he bought for her because. Um, it has stickers in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Top dollar. <laughs> All right. So I guess I could He's see. doing something for her. Ted, I could see Sam, your son's uh, reasoning a little bit. You're, you're getting a card. Your wife, Jessica, is getting some stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's time for Sam to cash in, too. Don't you think? But she'll be angry with me because she's already made it clear that we're not doing anything for him for Valentine's Day, that it's ridiculous. Did you have the conversation where they're like, oh, you know, we I've already done stuff for you, Sam. It's brought it up a couple of times, and hmm. she's like, no, 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 we're not doing really? that. Uncharacteristically, like, Very against much. it. Yeah. Would you guys like to talk to her? And maybe, because you seem like you're on board, directly. Well, like- not so much that I'm, I'm on board, because, like, buying things for kids or spouses for Valentine's Day, spending money, and I don't like spending money at all ever mm-hmm. um but i would i want to hear her reasoning a little bit more like if she has a if she, if she could poke holes in you know sam just poked holes in your plot line maybe jessica can poke holes in sam's plot line all right, and then we can decide whether or not yeah. the uh, almost five-year-old either has a wonderful valentine's <laughs> day or is you know maybe he just believes like it's better to give than to receive valentine's day like there's, what, is he going to get gifts for Groundhog's Day next year or for like... Hey, President's Day is right around the corner. The difference between President's Day and Groundhog Day is that nobody exchanged gifts on Groundhog Day whoa, or whoa, President's Day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't get your Punxsutawney Phil plushie? <laughs> Hold on a second. This is an issue. But the point is like we are exchanging gifts. No, we give Valentine's and we give a hug and you give him a piece of candy. This is ridiculous. It's a waste of money. Is that what you expect from me? Just like a little bit of candy in a card? I mean, we're just going out to dinner. Like, it's not like you're getting me, you know, a new, I don't know, vacuum or something. Is that what you <laughs> want? what I want, a vacuum. Thank you. <laughs> uh, would you like a piece of jewelry from Ted, Jessica? No. No. I think it's a waste. It's stupid. It's a commercialized holiday anyway. I hate that it's expected. It's just the worst. <sighs> Deep breath. All right, well, here's what you need to know. Here's what you... I mean, this is a dream, isn't it? This is every man's dream. A woman who's like anti-Valentine's Day? Well, Jessica's baiting you. I wouldn't believe a word that she says, but <laughs> definitely sounds like you're you're passionate about this. I don't want to give too much away, but I can tell you that Sam and I spent Saturday planning things for you. And I, so Did you I already think- buy him Legos? Is this what you're telling me? <laughs> no, we were we made some purchases for you. So he's, I mean, yeah, from Sam. 
Sam from Sam. That's fine. It can be a little, like, he can make me a Valentine. We've been doing all sorts of arts and crafts for you, but I'm not buying you an Apple Watch. You're not? (laughs) (laughs) Get over yourself. I'll do it with your money if you want. (laughs) Don't buy him, don't buy him Legos. Come on. Ridiculous. You want to clean him up? We'll add it to your chores list. Clean up his Legos. Do we have enough? I got work. I love y'all, but... Just, are we talking to your wife, Tad, or my wife? What is going on? What has gotten into you? I love this, Jessica. I'm, very, I'm a very pro, this Jessica. Are we done here? Are we done here? <laughs> Sounds like we does are. This story have an, does this story have an end, and if so, when is it? It, it sounds like it's now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gone. Well. <laughs> oh. So are you getting the Ninjago set or what, Tad? Heck no, I'm afraid yeah, of that so. woman yeah. now. If you really want to know what's going on in the world nowadays, it's difficult to trust anyone. Like, you think about it. Everybody's always talking about fake news, fake news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Oh, you got to turn to my six-year-old daughter, Avery. We talk about, like, the political climate going on in right. America. She's not going to lie. No, we, we talk about it on the way home from school, uh, you know, every day. It's Carpool Commentary with Avery. Hey, Shug, how was your day today? Good. Did you eat all your vegetables at lunch? Well, we made kale in science, but I didn't like the kale. <laughs> You still haven't answered my question. So, no. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Do you know what holiday is coming up soon? Valentine's Day? No, what's after that? President's Day. Yeah, President's Day. Do you know that there are three requirements to be president? And do you know what those three things are? No. All right, why don't you take a guess? Do you know the three requirements? Like, be- before even getting elected or anything... You have to have done these three things or have these three things. No, do you want to know what she's going to guess or do you want to know what we think is real? I mean, do you guys know what's real? You have to be born in this country. You have to be a certain age. You have to be over a certain age. Do you know what the age is? 34. Mm, 35. 35, close. And then what's the third one? I have no idea. You have to be born in this country. You have to be over 35. Oh, what about never... um, Convicted of a felony? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, let's uh, maybe Avery. Maybe Avery says one of them. Like, think of something for a while, and then don't change your mind. Just like mm-hmm. think of it, then you're fine. All right. So that's the first thing you have to do to be the president. What's the next thing that you have to do to be a president? To be like serious, because in case anybody is like doing something to your country, you need to be like, hey, stop doing this. This is our country, not yours. And what do you think the third and final thing is that you need to be the president? Like a requirement or a value? Like not take a lot of breaks off. So the president isn't allowed to take vacations? Like you couldn't even take a golf vacation? That's why I don't want you to be the president. He could only take a vacation for like one hour. (laughs) Okay, well, I love you. Love you. Avery, yeah, you don't want some <laughs> joker in the White House, do you? <laughs> Avery, of course, didn't answer that third and final requirement, which it's weird that the the, the um, conviction or like having a felony wasn't on the list. Uh, it was you have to have been in America, obviously born in America, but you have to be here for like 14 continuous years. Huh. You couldn't have moved to like 
Scandinavia for a, a, and then a, come back and, and been like I want to be president exactly doesn't work that way interesting so interesting because there's probably a lot of people that are listening to our show in prison thinking well I've been here for 14 years I'm <laughs> in 14 probably get paroled at 21 yeah. and I've been, you know I'm good I'm, I'm American in. I'm in <laughs> I'm serious I'm very serious yeah. all the stuff you need to know to start your day it's info to go on B98.5 Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning. It's 827. We got clouds, mild, scattered light showers today, which is crazily a, an improvement. 66 for a high today. What's going on, Kara? Dun, dun, dun. The coronavirus. It's made thousands of people ill in China. But what about right here at home? Currently, we've got around 200 people that are self-monitoring for symptoms after recently traveling to the area in China where this thing has kind of really started the Mm -hmm. outbreak. Now, they don't have any known symptoms or high-risk exposure, and they're actually in isolation at home and have been in touch with doctors on a daily basis. So, although they're fine, they haven't been diagnosed with anything, they're just self-monitoring for possible symptoms, and they're in this, like, two-week long period of isolation where they're stuck at home. Do you think you could handle it? Are, I would, I would are any of those mind. people in Atlanta? Uh, they're in Georgia. 200 people in Georgia in are self-monitoring. Georgia are self-monitoring. I'm not leaving the house ever again. Sweet. I mean, at least they're <laughs> doing something about it. The original doctor who discovered the coronavirus in China was arrested. Mm-hmm. Rather than them like trying to figure out what they can do to stop it, they arrested him. Like... So it's going to take the rest of the world to, that's why, you know, flights are not allowed there. That's yeah. why we're not, uh, you know, accepting Apple products anymore. <laughs> wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Yes. The World Health Organization believes they'll have a vaccine ready in about 18 months. But until then, everybody's kind of going to be on pins and needles, especially with this being like the height of flu season right, right. now, too. Ooh. Now, one of Georgia's biggest companies is looking to hire 80 thousand people in the next few months a little over 2200 of those jobs will be right here in georgia at drex's favorite place home depot yeah buddy they're ramping up for the spring summer season and most of those jobs will actually be permanent and not seasonal so tad i think you would like slay in customer service but drex what would your like dream position be if you were going to go work at Come Home Depot? Come on, piece of cake. I want to put together, you know, they'll the you go and like I need a grill or I need a wheelbarrow. Well, there's always a grill or a wheelbarrow put together, but when you done. buy it, it's in a box. Right. I want to be the person. I want to start a company that like goes and installs ceiling ceiling fans in people's houses or install or puts together your grill. That makes like that fills my box when I can get instructions, get the pieces, use my tools, and put it together. What about and this might change your mind, IKEA? No, keep <laughs> me far away from that. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from five to nine a.m. on B ninety eight point five. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.